discussion in this letter, we'll say letter number 3823 in volume uh, 12, the Rebbe goes into, in most, shouldn't say most, but in many sitters, after the davening, they have a piece which is called the 13 principles of our faith. That is from the Maimonides. And they're called the 13 main, uh, main, you know, to believe in God and to believe in prophecy. There's enumerates these 13, uh, 13 principles. In most sitters, a lot of sitters, they have it. But again, Chabad, you know, everything is in Chabad sitter, we don't have it. We don't have the 13 principle. So let's look. So this person is asking the Rebbe, how come? Um, sometimes they would say, you know, uh, that was just in a, in a joking way, they would say, you know, they say it and we believe it, you know, <laughs> in other words, you know. But anyways, those principles are principles that we all believe in. Now, the, just the issue is about saying, let's see what the Rebbe writes. Baruch Hashem, the 70th day of Tishrei in the year Tavshin Tezayin, Brooklyn, and the Rebbe writes to Arava Goen, and uh, with uh, more titles here, Marenu Chaim Tzvi Sheyichia. The Rebbe says, Sholem Vrocha. A piece of blessing. The Rebbe says, I'm responding to your letter from the end of the month of Elul, in which you ask, how come Chasidim, Anash, the Lubavitch, don't say the 13 attributes, the 13 uh, principles of Maimonides. So, uh, so how come they don't say it? How come they don't say the 13 principles of Maimonides? And also, how come they're not mentioned in the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe? He doesn't have the 13 principles. He doesn't have them in the Siddur. So, so first the Rebbe tells him, well, one question answers the other one. So you're asking me, first question, why don't Hasidim say it? That was his first question. So he says, Hasidim don't say it because of your second question, because it's not mentioned in the Siddur of the Alter Rebbe. So that's why they don't say it. So there's, so there's only really one question. There's one question is, why did the Alter Rebbe not write it in the Siddur? But it's not a separate question why they don't say it. They don't say it because it's not in their sitter. So you want to know how come it's not in their sitter. So the Rebbe says the reason why the Alta Rebbe didn't bring it in the sitter. Now the Rebbe was very careful all the time to transmit that which he has heard. The Rebbe always deferred whenever there was a question about a custom, whether there was a question about uh, a certain way how to do things, he'd always fall back and say he'd always ask the previous Rebbe, he'd always based it on the previous talks or conduct. The Rebbe, whenever possible, he would not try, he would try not to have to make a decision on his own, but rather to see what the tradition was from way back. But in this case, the Rebbe says, I didn't 
hear, I didn't receive anything very clearly about that. And the Rebbe said, therefore, I can just say, I can imagine several reasonings. The Rebbe says, I don't know exactly, but this is just what the Rebbe says. I imagine I'm going to tell you several reasons why we don't say it in the davening, why we don't say these 13 principles. Number one, the Rebbe says, uh, what is prayer? Prayer, as explained in the Talmud, what is prayer? Two things about prayer. Prayer is first to organize and speak of the praise of Hashem. And then, the second thing is we ask for our needs, the human needs we ask from Hashem. We praise Hashem and we ask Him for our needs. But this saying of Ani Ma'amin, I believe, the 13 principles, is in neither of these categories. So it doesn't... It's not really part of prayer, it's something different. Number two, the Rebbe says, generally speaking, any time you want to add to that which has been instituted by the Anshe Knesset Agadola, those are the men of the great, ga- uh, great, great gathering, those were the rabbis who instituted everything we have today, like the davening and the laws and all of the rabbinic uh, advances that we learned is all basically based on the Anchik Nessus Agdullah and the men of the great gathering. They had a gathering of some 120 of the greatest scholars in the uh, in the community that was towards the end of the second temple and second base Hamikdash over there and Mordechai was there and Ezra and a lot of the uh, later they were the uh, basis for a lot of the uh, institutionalized uh, uh, sayings that we do the way we daven. So anytime you want to add, add to something which has been approved by the uh, men of the great gathering and brought in the earlier uh, uh, commentators or the, the codifiers, you need to bring proof to that uh, that this is uh, the way it was done. In other ways, uh, anyone who institutes a, a, a language of prayer so that everybody says that language. We're not talking about a person doing for himself. But if you want to incorporate, you want to say a prayer that everybody should say, you must bring a very clear evidence and you must bring a basis. You can't just say, oh, I like this. This is something that would be very nice. Go ahead and let's say it. Uh, and a person who doesn't say it, he doesn't have to prove why I'm not saying it. You need to... If you want something to be said, you have to show that this has to be said. We know, the Rebbe says, how much the the, the sages were particular. Every word and every letter that we have in our version, what we pray, and there is a lot of things that maybe don't appear on the surface to make a big difference, but there's a lot of hints in it that are hidden in there. And the Rebbe says, well, you're 
argument is going to be, well, the people that do say the 13 principles, they don't say it in the middle of the davening, uh, but they say it after of the davening. And the Rebbe said that also would need evidence that you have to say it as uh, this has been brought down as evident from the Arizal, from our master, the Arizal. It was brought down in its Chaim, Shar Aleph, in the first gate in the beginning. And the Rebbe quotes what the Arizal writes over there. The Chaim was by a son, uh, a student of the Arizal. But in his Sefer, in his book, Chaim, he quotes from the Arizal. He said like this, he did not want any of the uh, songs or liturgies from those that have been authored lately, uh, from the later ones. Only those that have been authored by the earlier, they, when they wrote their liturgies or when they wrote their songs, they wrote it based on the secrets of Torah, even though the words are simple words, but it's built al But these later ones who come to author, they did not know the path of the Kabbalah. They don't know that which they are saying. They're making mistakes in the order. They don't realize it at all. They're just saying things. They don't realize it. And therefore, um, he says, uh, uh, therefore, the Rebbe says, so that's why, that's his language. So the Rebbe says, that's why we have to be very, very careful Whenever we come to add, we can't have just anybody add. It has to be authentic. It has to be verified. It has to be tradition. It has to be true according to the Kabbalah. The Rebbe says it's actually a very clear verse. It's a verse. This is a verse in Kohelis. In Kohelis 5.1. Over there he writes... He says like this, Elikim Bashamayim. God is in heaven. And you're on the ground. He says, Alkain Ma'atim. So your words should therefore be few. Few. Basically saying Hashem is in heaven and you're down here. You know very little about Hashem. So speak less. Don't speak that much. I mean, if you speak a lot. You might give the impression that you really get it, you really know it. No. So that's what it says in the Kohelis. The Ibn Ezra, he was one of the earlier commentators, he explains over there further this idea. So the Rebbe says, well, but what happens if a person has an urge? He wants to pray more. You know? So the Rebbe says, if a person wants to increase in his prayer, and his beseeching. So the Rebbe says, you can increase, you can say Tehillim, uh, Psalms, etc. Psalms was authored by David. He is called Ne'im Zemiris Yisrael. He's the pleasant singer of Israel. So his chapters and his Psalms is the most beautiful one. So if you're looking for some extras, 
Go to the Tehillim. You got it all set for you. That's the sweet singer of Israel, King David, in his chapters of this song. Uh, so the Rebbe says, all the above that I'm saying to you, the Rebbe says, uh, you know, besides the fact, the Rebbe tells him it's not in the Alter Rebbe's sitter. But I guess not everybody who is not on the Chabad uh, line of thinking or lineage says, well, that's Chabad. Chabad is different, but we all do it otherwise. So the Rebbe said, wait a minute. The Rebbe says like this, that besides the fact that the Rebbe didn't bring it, uh, as he's quoted before, uh, and uh, we have to be careful adding in Davnik. So the Rebbe says, as it relates specifically to the 13 principles, first of all, they were not brought down in the Siddur of the Arizal. Basically, you know, the Chabad Siddur, Alter Rebbe brings down whatever is in the uh, Arizal. In the Siddur of the Arizal, it's not been brought down. And in many of the Siddurim, of the davening of the earlier ones. The Rebbe says it needs to look into to find the first one who instituted to say it every day. The Rebbe says it's not clear who's the one that instituted. In addition to that, the Rebbe says as another issue, the Rebbe said there were many of the great amongst Israel, the great leaders in Israel, they weren't comfortable to set up that a portion of the mitzvahs were going to call the main principles and the rest are not. They didn't like, they weren't comfortable with this divide to take out some of the 613 mitzvahs and say, well, these are the principles and the other one are some, sort of not as important. And also, not everybody agrees with the number 13. Uh, and these are known, the Rebbe says, this has been debated and discussed. So the whole the Rebbe is adding further thing, the whole idea to uh, make things principles and these are the principles. This is not so uh, simple. Now, the Rebbe says, in number four. I want to make sure that you know that I didn't miss that which is written in the book Mishmeda Sholem in the name of Aravatzadik Rapinchos of Koritz, who was a Hasidic master. He writes over there in the book Mishmeda Sholem. The Rebbe says, I know about it. <laughs> so he, he doesn't want it to come back and say, Hey, Rebbe, you know, that's not what Rapinchos. The Rebbe says, I know what he says. But what he says is like this, that it is a, a good omen for a good fortune uh, to have your livelihood, your, poor, your sustenance, to say every day the portion of the mana, the mana that came down in the desert. I mean, that represents trust in Hashem because the food they got was whatever Hashem gave them. You know, he, he gave them the mana. He also says to say the 13 principles early. Uh, 
So, Rebbe says, I know that, but Rebbe says, it's obvious that these kinds of ideas, which are like good omens, and they're like a good fortune, a good sign, which is written in many places. We have various different things. Uh, if they were said in a certain place in a certain time, that cannot be incorporated. They cannot become the version of the davening of all Jewish people. This is also not all the time this lesson in all places in and in all times. So Rebbe says what a certain rabbi said in a certain place, in a certain area, while that is 100% valid, but that's not something that we can incorporate in the davening and say everybody has to say that. We don't know how long it lasts and we don't know uh, uh, all places. So, I mean, we'll find, we can have, we can probably daven uh, from today till tomorrow if you have to incorporate all, everybody, there's a lot of good schoolers out there, but the Rebbe says that's not part of the davening. By the way, the Rebbe says, uh, when the wellsprings will spread out to the outside. Apparently he asked something a Rebbe about also, that the Hasidim say when the wellspring spreads out to the outside, maybe he questioned, maybe he was critical, but the Rebbe says that was the response of King Mashiach, that when the Balsemtov entered the in the, in, the, in the heavens to the room of Mashiach, where Mashiach resides, he asked him, when are you going to come? He answered him, when your wellspring go to the outside. So it's not just somebody said that. That's actually the answer of Mashiach. I don't know exactly how the Rebbe is fitting this in, or you know, but it seems like in the conversation with that rabbi. Now, because this was written on Cholamoyed, the Rebbe would not write on Cholamoyed. So they say over here, they write in the bottom that because of the sanctity of the holiday, so the Rebbe did not sign it himself, and I'm signing in his place, and that's the secretary, which means it's not really prohibited to sign it, but it's not the people who are more uh, religious don't even sign their name on Cholamoyed because you're not supposed to do work. Whether writing and signing your name would be constitute work or is be included, it's questionable. So the Rebbe didn't do it, but the secretary, he did it, so he, he signed the letter. Just... Um,